and welcome to the Grow Your Private Practice show, a podcast for counsellors and therapists. With me, Jane Travis, I'm an ex-counsellor that now helps other therapists to grow their practice and to attract more clients more easily. So let's get started. Hello, 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 and welcome back. And if this is your first time here, I'm so glad that you found us. I hope you're having a good day. Now then, today I'm going to talk about, well, a question for you. Do you know what your clients want from therapy? Now, I know that sounds like a bit of a strange question and you might be thinking, well, of course I know what my, <laughs> of course I know what my clients want from therapy. But this is actually a really important question to answer because if you don't really understand what your client's needs are, then you're actually going to struggle with knowing what to say in your marketing to attract them to you. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about, I guess, a fundamental marketing principle. We're going to look at features versus benefits and why this is important in your marketing. Now, this is something I sort of learned about many, many years ago. And although it doesn't sound like it's going to be applicable to therapists on the face of it, it's actually something that makes, you know, a great deal of sense in your marketing because you know, you know that your clients have worries and issues and things on their minds. They may be battling with any number of issues, but what is it they actually want from therapy when they come and see you? Yes, they want to feel better. Okay. Yes, they want to feel happier. Mm -hmm. But what does that actually mean for them? What will the difference be in their lives? What will they be able to be do or have as a result of coming to therapy. So let's have a look at an example. Okay, this is a strange example, so just bear with me. So imagine this, you've just decorated your counselling room. So it's all nicely decorated and you've got a nice new chair and all the rest of it. You're really proud of it, but you want to put some pictures up to just finish it off so that it's just going to look really lovely. So to enable you to hang these pictures, you're going to need to go and get a drill because you haven't got one. So off you trot to the DIY shop and you have a look at this scarily large choice of drills that are available to you. And you frankly feel a little bit bamboozled because all you want is a bloody drill, really. So having a look around, I wonder which of these you might be most likely to buy. So here's the first one. So you've got a drill that talks proudly about how this drill has, you know, a newfangled thing and that it's made of the strongest metal known to man and it was designed by NASA scientists and it glows in the dark and it's got an inbuilt sat-nav and it's got a Bluetooth so you can listen to music while you work. So the first one's got all of those different things. Or the second one, which is quite a simple drill, but it says in the marketing This drill will help you easily and effortlessly hang your pictures. So which one of those are you going to choose? Well, for me, it's the second one every time because it's telling you that it's going to do the thing that you want it to do easily and effortlessly. So that's the one you're going to choose. Now, there's a quote by Ted Levitt and he says, people don't want a quarter inch drill, they want a quarter inch hole. Now, this quote speaks volumes to me. You know, what it's saying is that most people don't want to spend their hard-earned cash on a drill. But what they do want is to have a nice environment for their clients to come and be in that includes having some nice pictures hanging on the wall. 
Okay, so you might be thinking, well, look, Jane, you know, what are you talking about? I'm not selling drills. I'm a therapist, you know, sort yourself out. But look, think about this. People do not want to have hot wax spread over their bodies and their hairs ripped out by the roots. What they do want is smooth, sexy skin, okay? And people don't want to get acupuncture needles stuck all over their body, but they do want relief from their symptoms. And similarly, people don't want to talk about painful things in the counselling room, but they do want to feel happier, less stressed, more content. So these things in and of themselves, so people don't want to go and have wax put on themselves, people don't want to have acupuncture done, and people don't want to go to the counsellor because these are just not things that people want to do, but they do want to have the results and they know that to get those results, they have to go through that process. They need you to help them to get from A to B and it's the job of your website to let them know that you're going to be a good fit. So for a website to attract clients, it needs to concentrate on the benefits that a client will get from counselling and not on the features. So the feature is the factual information about what you do, but the feature is not what's going to make clients choose you. That's where the benefits come in. So a benefit answers the question, what's in it for me? So the benefit provides the customer with something of value to them. So think back to having your legs waxed. A feature is the process of having hot wax put on your legs and then having your hairs ripped out from the roots. It's horrible, isn't it? But that's the feature. People don't really want that. The benefit is the fact that they're going to have smooth, sexy skin. Okay. So in the spa, their marketing is going to focus on the look and the feel and the benefits of that smooth skin and what that's going to bring to the customer. Now, often when I'm looking around on therapist websites and profiles, what I tend to see is there'll be lists of issues of what people might be struggling with and explanations of how their modality will work. So, for example, and this is actually, you know, I'm, I'm going to say this. I hope nobody recognises it, but I actually took the majority of this from an actual website that I saw from a counsellor. And it said, the person-centred approach, also known as person-centred counselling or client-centred counselling, is a humanistic approach. I will facilitate your actualising tendency and enable your personal growth by allowing you to explore and utilise your own strengths and personal identity. I will aid this process and provide vital support. And then it's like, you know, blah, 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 yawn. You know, it's just like, is somebody going to read that and think, right, this is the person for me? You know, but just imagine if the client, if a potential client is reading that, they're probably feeling really bamboozled and thinking, well, I don't really understand that, what that means. You know, all I want to know is, can you stop me getting involved with inappropriate partners? You know, so when somebody lands on your homepage, you only have a few seconds to let them know who you are, who you help and the benefits that they can expect to experience. So the qualifications that you have, the experience that you have, your way of working, your modality that you use, they would be classed as features. Now, of course, these are important. Your clients need to know that you're qualified and know what you're doing. And, you know, they might have an interest in how you work 
But for the majority of people, that's not the first thing that get they're going to look for. So make sure that you include those details, but put it in a section on your about page. I wouldn't put that complete, you know, I wouldn't put that on your homepage. The homepage is the place where you're going to let them know what benefits they're going to experience. So for example, let's take John. John has been having panic attacks and they've been getting both more severe and more frequent. And it's been having a real detrimental effect on the quality of his life. And he's started to feel really embarrassed by them. He feels out of control. He feels weak and he's just really feeling quite down on himself. So when he's looking for a therapist and he sees something that says, together, we'll explore what triggers your panic attacks and I'll share with you some simple, effective ways to manage them that are going to give you more control in your life. Well, you know, he's going to pick the phone up because you're talking directly to him. You know what he wants and you're telling him that you can help him to get that. He wants his life back. So a simple way to work out what the benefits are for clients, because sometimes it's not as easy as you think it's going to be to work it out, but a great way to work it out, to work out what clients will experience after they've worked with you, is to ask yourself the question, so what? Okay, so let's just imagine that your niche is to do with, say, childhood sexual abuse. So on your website, you could say something like, I have 15 years experience and you'll be proud of that. And so you should be. But the client looking at that might be thinking, well, so what? You know, what does that mean for me? So you might say being experienced means that I bring a wealth of knowledge. And again, you might think, yeah, I'm very proud of myself. And so you should be. But the client might be thinking, well, so what? What's in it for me? They want to know what is in it for them. So then you might be thinking, right, well, in my experience, many people feel anxious talking about their background, but you're in safe hands. We'll explore your past at a pace that's right for you. So you can move forward with your life feeling lighter and more empowered. And the client's thinking, ding, 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 that's the person for me. You're letting that client know that that what, what are going to be the benefits they get out of working with you. So can you see how that's going to be so much more beneficial and attractive to a nervous client? So the sort of benefits that people might expect to get from going to therapy could be things like reduced stress, improved sleep, improved work-life balance, fewer argument, greater intimacy, more resilience, better decision-making. You know, the list goes on and it's just about you working out you know, who it is that you work with and what it is that they need. And if you need some help with this, I talk about this in the foundation course in the Grow Your Private Practice membership. So if you need some help with it, you know, I'm always there and there's always help for you. So put yourself in your ideal client's shoes. They're often nervous. You know this. They're often nervous. They feel anxious. They feel apprehensive. What do you think it is that they're going to need to know to think, right, this is the person I need to go and speak to. I think I can talk to them. Now then, as counsellors, it's important for us to work in an ethical way, of course. And that means that we can't make claims or promises about the results that people can expect from us. And rightly so, of course not. You know, we can never say, you know, we can never give them promises. 
And, you know, no matter how qualified and experienced that you are, counselling is just simply not going to work with 100% of the people 100% of the time. You know, a lot of it, you know, you can be the best counsellor in the world and there are going to be some people that come to you and it's just not the right time, you know. We all know that there are no magic wand solutions. We all know there are no guarantees. However, there's a massive difference between these two statements. So statement number one is, if you're struggling with depression, come to me and I can make you feel happy again. And number two, I'll help you to discover your needs and learn how to communicate them effectively. So I'm sure that you can see that those two are very, very different. One is promising results and the other one isn't. And we have to obviously be very ethical in the work that we do. In fact, I've actually written a blog about this, so I'll share the blog with you somewhere around this recording. It's called, Can You Help Your Therapy Clients? and Do They Know It? So like I say, I'll put a link to that somewhere around this. So that's really it. So we've looked at the difference between a feature and a benefit. So a feature is something factual, like the way you work, and a benefit is how they're going to feel after they've had therapy with you. And we've explored the importance of sharing the benefits with your clients on your website and on your directory entry and really anywhere that you do your marketing. So I've got you an action step because it's all very well listening to a podcast, but it's the taking action that's going to make a big difference, okay? Listening to a podcast won't make any difference to your practice, but taking a step and actually doing something will move your practice forward. So what I would like you to do, your action step, is to take a look at your website or directory entry from the client's perspective or possibly get feedback from a friend that you trust to be, you know, that you can trust to be honest with you and ask yourself these two questions. Question one, is it clear who you work with? And question two, does it highlight the benefits that they can expect after working with you? If not, grab a drink, grab a pen and do a little bit of brainstorming. So just imagine you've got your client there and it's their last session with you after a successful course of therapy. What is it they say to you? What do they say is different for them? What sorts of things can they now be, do or have as a result of the therapy that they've had? And be sure to let people know about these benefits on your website, on your profiles, on your social media, in your blogs and anywhere you do your marketing or advertising. And this is such an important element of marketing. We explore it actually in the foundations course of the Grow Your Private Practice membership. Now, this is such an important element of marketing that we actually explore in depth in the foundations course of the Grow Your Private Practice membership. In that course, we explore who you want to help and why And then you get to flex your empathy muscle to really understand their wants and their needs. Okay, so that's it for today. I hope that you found that helpful. So we've had a look at the difference between features and benefits. We've had to look at why that makes a difference and why it's beneficial to look at the benefits. And I've also given you an action step to really take a look at, are you using benefits in your marketing? And like I say, if you ever need any help with this, come and join us in the Grow Your Private Practice membership. There's lots of help there to help you in all sorts of different aspects. So that's it for this week. I hope you have a really brilliant week and I look forward to speaking to you again very, very soon. 
You take care. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me this week. And if you're ready to take action to grow your practice, check out growyourprivatepractice.co.uk. Bye for now.